Hello and welcome to Lace and Cupcakes, a podcast for Lolitas by a Lolita. I'm your host, Grace. Thank you so much for joining me, Taylor. I would like to first start off by asking you what got you initially into Lolita fashion and how long have you been wearing it? Okay, um, so initially... I saw a friend of a friend on Live Journal wearing Lolita. And I just thought it was like super cool. And somehow I found out what it was called and from there went on to YouTube and was watching channels like Shelby Cloud and Princess Peachy. Uh, and I got my first dress for Christmas in 2011. So been wearing it since then. Oh, wow. A long timer. Yeah, it was uh, not a good quality dress, though. I got I got one of the crappy ones from Bodyline. Hey, my first JSK was a Bodyline one. We've all got to start somewhere. Yeah. The funny thing, because Bodyline has some good stuff, but I ended up getting one of the bad ones. So I didn't know what to look for, I guess. Yeah, that's part of why I've been making that guide on how to find like a pick out a good first body line dress. But um, but that's not why we're here. We are here because you have a really cool video on YouTube and it's about selling Lolita clothing. And you mentioned specifically in this video that you were taking new photos because the old ones in your listing weren't really cutting it. Why do you think good listing photos are important, even if it's for a secondhand piece? So when you want to sell something, you really need to make it desirable. And there's kind of like a psychology to it that you make people want to be associated with that thing. um, And they're more likely to buy it. So if you can take a photo that's really aesthetic and beautiful, people are going to want to be like related to that photo in a way or like be related to like that feeling that the photo makes them feel and Mm. you can achieve that by having that item for example Ooh, that's super cool yeah it's yeah psychological thing Mm. i guess (laughs) hey i mean so what sort of pieces do you think would benefit most from the extra care taken while photographing Definitely anything that's not like a main piece or like a highly sought after item. So if the item isn't something that's going to sell itself, basically. Okay. And things that aren't already like dream pieces for people too, necessarily. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So like, like if it's one of those angelic pretty pony bags, like you don't need a good photo for that because people just want that. They know what it is when they see the photo. They don't, they don't need you to make it look aesthetic for them to want it. Whereas like something like a pair of socks or just a generic blouse, you have to make it look better mm-hmm. to make it stand out. So after watching your video, I went to check out your bunny hoodie listing after watching it and saw the listing was already gone. How long did it take to sell after you uploaded your new photos? So I actually didn't end up selling it. And it's kind of frustrating. So basically with COVID, I've been having issues with shipping things. 
And after uploading with the new photos, I did get like a lot more interest in the item, which is great, mm -hmm. but it was almost all exclusively international buyers. Uh... And I, I'm really hesitant to send things right now because I've had multiple packages get returned to sender during COVID. And I have like, there's one right now that's, I don't know where it is. Oh, this dress is just, it's somewhere. I don't know where. Um, mm. And so I'm, yeah, I'm really hesitant, but at least I have the confidence that once this is all over, that people are probably still going to be interested, like that the photos are good enough to sell it. So. Like re-uploading it. So that way then it can actually go on its way. But hey, you got yeah. plenty more interest. That's that's also a really good sign. Um, yeah, so I'm just not going to relist it until whenever. <laughs> so what are the most noticeable things you see sellers doing that make their items less palatable to shoppers? So the big one is obviously bad lighting. Um, another is bad framing and also having a distracting background so by framing i mean like the dimensions of your photo don't match the display for example on lace market i think it's like a square ratio mm -hmm. if you upload a photo that's not square or you don't take the square shape into consideration your item's gonna be like cut off and it's not gonna look appealing when people are scrolling. Hmm. Uh, obviously, yeah, bad lighting. You know, people can't see the item well or they can't see the true colors. So maybe your thing looks way more yellow than it really is. Yeah. Also distracting background just makes it hard to see the item and like appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And with the lighting thing, I know there's been a few times where I'm like, is that really how it looks? And I've like downloaded it, popped it in the Lightroom for my phone and tried to color correct it by tapping on a surface I think might be white or like black and trying to figure that out. And it's because it's hard to tell if something will actually match or not. Yeah, exactly. So what are your top three tips for making sale worthy photo photos for listings? So definitely, if you can, try to use like natural lighting. Um, I think bad lighting is just, it's not, it's not good for, for your sale. Um, and it, I think it's better to just wait when you either have natural lighting or just like a bright natural feeling light to take the photo. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think there's like such a great urgency normally to sell your thing that you have to take the photo in the dark you know just wait until you have better lighting if you can uh, another tip is to be considerate of the angle that you're taking the photo at like try to get the item level because sometimes you'll see people take the photo and it's like the item is laying on the ground and it's like moving away from you and you can't get a very good idea of the proportions of the item and you'll also mm -hmm miss out on like some details of the item as well and mm. it's, it's not appealing again um and then another tip would be to use a neutral background 
So aside from your YouTube channel, which the video will be linked in the show notes so listeners can check you out and like learn more about you and all that stuff. Are there any platforms you'd like to share where listeners can learn more about you? Sure. Um, they can check out my Instagram. It's um, nachohime.h. And I do have a blog as well, actually. Um, I haven't updated it in a while. But I can I can send it to you. Uh, okay. And I think it's called Ands in Between at Blogspot. Okay. And we'll have the URL in the show notes as well. So people can just go there and check it out. Yeah. I should probably update that again. <laughs> hey, I, even having archives to look through, some people really just appreciate that. Yeah. Something to do when you're, when you're bored and need more Lolita content or something, I guess. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. All right. Well, I'll see you around on Insta. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Lace and Cupcakes. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you would rate and review the podcast on your podcatcher of choice. If you'd like to get in touch, you can find the show on Instagram at Lace and Cupcakes Pod and on Facebook at Lace and Cupcakes Podcast. See you next time.